you ever make fun of yourself? You just like throw it out there. Ha ha. Like I'm, I'm obviously the dumb one of the group or, um, a blonde joke. I guess blonde jokes count. People still make blonde jokes. I don't think so. Anyway, how are those kind of jokes affecting your mental health? Leah, our therapist friend, breaks it down for you today because we are back, baby. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yes, it was a two-week hiatus. And now we have returned. This is a podcast that is based in three principles still. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. What in the world is an Easter egg hunt? What do you mean? You thought, you're like taking the time to like really think about what an Easter egg. Today when we're recording is Easter. And <laughs> I got an email from my complex and – they're like, hey, we're doing a kid's Easter egg hunt. And so today I'm looking out my window and I'm just watching these kids run around. And I'm like, what exactly does this have to do with Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like, taken, like, have you ever stopped seriously thinking about that? Like, what exactly is an Easter egg hunt? Like, how do we even get here to where the tradition for Easter, the day that Jesus comes back alive, are we running around collecting eggs? Hmm. Well, I think, um, as I recall from history, the egg is a symbol of new birth. Okay. I can go with it. I can go with it. Okay. Now, I'm not sure how we got into dyeing eggs and, (laughs) you know, putting them out in the yards and and hunting them. I'm not sure about that one, but yeah, that's a big deal. We used to love that. I used to love it. So much fun. But like, as I look Uh at it now, I'm like, what in the world is that? Okay, so I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to Google this because this is one of those things. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about these kind of things that we just kind of do and we don't really uh-huh. think about how we got there, you know? Uh-huh. Hopefully everybody had a good Easter, by the way, uh, or yes. whatever Passover was for our Jewish friends. And there's some people yes. that don't celebrate. And that's Ramadan. okay too. Uh-huh. Is, it, is that what it is? Is it Ramadan or is it Passover? Or is it the same <laughs> thing? Passover and Ramadan, two different things. Okay. But both for, for our Jewish yeah. friends, right? What, no. Ramadan's not Jewish. What's Ramadan? What's Ramadan? Muslim. Muslim. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. How did the Easter egg hunt evolve through history? The tradition of Easter egg hunts and gifting eggs to children originated in Germany in the 17th century. As a child, Queen Victoria enjoyed Easter egg uh, egg hunts put on by her German mother. So that helped popularize tradition in the Great Britain. And then today, of course, we have egg hunts. So it's all because, basically, it looks like all because... There was a German tradition a long time ago of giving kids eggs. Mm-hmm. And then Queen Victoria liked it, which is now why your kids woke up yesterday morning saying, like, it's time for the egg hunt. <laughs> it's time for the egg hunt. Blame ever, it on Queen Victoria. You ever found an egg way too late, too? When uh, I was dating a girl, the, the girl that I dated right outside of, outside of my marriage had uh, two kids and she had them on Easter one time and they wanted to do an egg hunt. And I don't know why in the world we had the idea to do it in the house, oh. but the idea was for them to come over at some, I think that that was just the, cause my backyard wasn't very big. If you live in California, you don't really have much of a yard. <laughs> so oh, this was at your house. Yeah. This is my house. Oh so, yeah. No, <laughs> you don't have much of a, you don't have much of a yard. So I guess right. that's probably what the idea was, was to actually 
have some space for them to do it, right? Yeah. So I went through and I I made this really cool egg hunt, and I remember that I bought a bunch of candy, and then and and two of the eggs had two golden eggs, and in there I got some Legoland tickets from work, and I put Legoland tickets in there because we were the plan was to. That was actually before the egg hunt was to use some Legoland tickets that I'd gotten. So I put those in there and we hit them all around the house. And I, you know, you always count beforehand, or at least I did. I was like, okay, there's 50 uh-huh. eggs or whatever. Uh-huh. So these, these kids came over and whatever, and we're doing the egg hunt and they come back and they were like, all right, we got, you know, 47. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> let's keep on looking. Uh, and I, at a point, if you're a parent, I'm sure you probably forget where you hid the eggs as well, because it's yes. not like you can, there's some that are pretty easy, but there's some, I'm sure that you also kind of challenge yourself at, because you're like, there's no way in the world <laughs> that a kid's going to be able to find this egg right here. Right. Ma, did you feel that way when we would do egg hunts and you put something that would be super Definitely. hard? Yeah. Because Definitely. You're, you're even like, okay, this is like an extreme like egg extreme hunt. Yes. Extreme egg yes. hunt. Yes. Extreme egg Because <laughs> you want to kind of push the limits, right? So uh-huh. I, you know, I had 50 eggs or whatever. And I swear to you, we searched that house high and low. <laughs> and we could not find the 50th egg. All of you? All of us. Oh, adults, you know, adults, kids, everybody oh, searching. No. Searching the house. Now, how hard could I have hidden an egg <laughs> that I couldn't find it? Uh-huh. That I had hidden like an hour before. <laughs> like it didn't make sense it to me. It wasn't one of the golden ones, was no, it? No, it wasn't. Okay. But eventually I had to like – I just had to give up. We just had to, we had to quit. And I swear to you, when I moved out of that house was a, a year later, I uh-huh. finally found <laughs> oh my that damn egg. And Where it was, was – if I remember correctly, because I just kind of remember finding the egg and be like, oh my god, there it is. I think it was behind – the curtain in the living room. That sounds too easy. That sounds way too easy. But I swear to you, I think I found it in the, like behind the curtain in the living room, like the window curtain in the living room. Uh, huh. Interesting. So I don't know if if, uh, if you've ever gone a whole Easter without finding an egg. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody with a great story that it showed up like 20 years later, you know, yeah. like you just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't even think about it. And all of a sudden, oh my God, there's that egg. <laughs> so we're back on vacation after our little hiatus. How was your break, mom? Was it good? It was good. Yeah. Had Winnie for 10 days, you know, my brother's that, dog. Of that two weeks. Yeah. Who's, um, a rescue, and she's part golden retriever and part border collie, and she's very sweet. She's ten years old, and she's just easy and laid back, and we enjoy her so much. So we had lots of good walks, and there were mostly nice days, some not so nice days, but um, yeah. So we did that. Um, I had spent three days with my. BFF from North Carolina, who mm-hmm. was here close by visiting her daughter. That was a lot of fun. I uh, watched a couple of Netflix movies and just chill. But it was weird. Like every day around five o'clock, I'd be like, mm, well, it's a little too early to start dinner and I'm not sure what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> don't have the, the show anymore to worry about. Uh-uh. See? <laughs> You think it's such a nuisance, but then when you don't have it anymore, this is what actually I why I wanted it. to take the break. I want to take the break so you'd appreciate it more. So yeah. you'll work harder for free. Yeah. Right. Appreciate what you have, you know? 
yes, this wonderful opportunity that you presented. That's right. You're me. welcome. I think I, honestly, I think that I should uh, be getting more more praise. Jeez, oh, I know, honey. You can never get enough praise, can you? <laughs> nope, not possible. It's just never enough. Not possible. <laughs> Um, so, but you had a much more exciting time yeah, than I did, I, I hope. I don't even know where I'm at right now. I'm having one of those days where I don't even know where, what time zone, what day, uh, like where like where my brain's at right now. Uh, I was, spent five days over in Hawaii, which was incredible. And I've got plenty of stories. There's no reason to cram them all into one show. So we'll talk about it through the course of the week. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought I'd start today with how the – rental car scam pretty much blew up in my face because I know this oh, is a fun no. ongoing story that oh no you tried to be an IBM employee the again? scam uh, <laughs> the scammer got scammed and oh, uh, wasn't Uh-oh. good almost Uh-oh. Uh-oh. almost but by the grace of God it got by still oh, scamming geez. okay so you don't know that the rental car scam story just started last summer when I was going to go to San Diego and rental car prices were stupid. I mean, they are, they are stupid period. Right. Uh, but I wanted to, um, I wanted to save some money. If you know, if you know me well, then you know that I like to like to save money at all possible costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was just on TikTok right before I left and I, found somebody posted a video of some of the corporate codes that companies give their employees to get discounts on rental cars. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Let me see how much I can save. And like the price dropped dramatically. But then I was kind of paranoid because I was like, I don't know what kind of proof you're going to need only to last summer find out you don't need any kind of proof at all. You don't need anything. Like literally you just walk right to your car. And even when they try to slow me down because they needed my credit card updated, nothing, nobody blinked an eye. It was like the most flawless system. I've used it last couple of times. And by the way, if you're trying, cause a lot of you reached out to me asking how to do it and you can't do it anymore because people mm. like me. So <laughs> if you didn't get grandfathered in, what happens now when you try to use the code is it asks for your, IBM, because what it is, it's the IBM, which who even knew IBM was still a company? I know. Like, when's the last time you thought about IBM? You know, like, it's just not a, <laughs> mm-hmm. not a thing. Yeah. Uh, so, but apparently they've got a good discount, a car discount, so somebody, <laughs> somebody's working for them. So, here it is. Picture this. I land and it's, well, I've got my, got my car booked. I'm excited about it. It's good to go. It saved me a lot of money, right? It's like $37 a day. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> and so I land and I land late. It's like midnight. And I, I go over and do my typical rental car thing. And like I said, with this status that I have, I'm able to bypass the counter, bypass any human interaction and just walk right to the row of cars that I've selected and just get in the car and go. Nobody asks any questions. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So I get there and at, at this point, so I land at 12, I go over to the rental board and it's uh, the rental board because typically it just, it just has your name and like what row to go to, but the rental board's not on. Now at this point it's like 1245. Okay. It's like it's 1245 in the morning, almost 1am and the rental board's not even on. And I'm like, Oh, this isn't no. good. Now what, now what am I supposed to do? Right? Well, luckily and unluckily, <laughs> um, Uh-oh. Hertz doesn't close until 1 a.m. Okay. So I'm like, oh boy, like I'm really, 
I'm really going to screw myself here if this is wrong. You know what I mean? Like mm. knowing that I've got this rental car code that I don't have any kind of proof that I work for IBM, but nobody's asked so far. So this must, this must go swimmingly well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So here it is. It's like 1250 and I walk into the rental car office, the guy and a girl sitting there, you can just tell they're ready to go home. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, uh, I have a reservation, but I don't see uh, my car out there. I don't see my name on the board or anything. So I just wanted to come in here and just test to make sure everything's okay. And so I, he's like, well, I need your confirmation number. He typed it in. He's like, Oh, um, you actually reserved the car starting at midnight yesterday. So your reservation got canceled because you, um, you know, it was the wrong day, which is always kind of, kind of screwy, right? When you're trying to figure out like which day at midnight, you reserve it at midnight. Like which day is this at midnight? You know, so that's probably what I did when I booked it was I was probably just thinking it was the day before or whatever. Uh So I, (laughs) I was like, well, damn, Mm. uh, I, is there any way you can just change the reservation? He's like, oh, yeah, I should be able to change that. No big deal. So he goes in and starts to alter it. And he's like, yeah, okay, so just uh, can you confirm to me your, your your home address? I need your ID. And, you know, is this a business or, or is this a leisure? As I don't know, it's leisure, pleasure, whatever. Okay, no problem. Uh, all right. Oh, we got you good to go. All I'm going to need is some kind of proof that you work for IBM. And I was like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> now, here's the thing oh, is no. I don't work for IBM. Right. So I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I uh, I don't I don't think I have anything on me. I'm on vacation. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, I left. Unfortunately, (laughs) I left all of my work stuff at home because I'm obviously on vacation. So unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to present you with anything because that makes perfect sense. Everything's good to go. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, You know, most people will carry like their, you know, their insurance card with them. Uh, Maybe you can just pull that out. Most insurance cards will show like what company you work for. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm, interesting. Uh, let me check. I mean, I'm like, like just fidgeting through my wallet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I pull out my key card for work. This has nothing on it whatsoever. I'm like, well, this won't work, obviously. Uh, just, just because I know there's no obviously there's no way I'm going to be able to like show uh, this man. You have nothing that says IBM on it. But I know that if I don't, if I don't actually present anything that says IBM on it, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to use this again. And I'm going to be the dummy that's going to have to now somehow say that I don't have, that I don't, I don't work for IBM and I was just scamming the system. And you're going to have to pay $700 instead of 70 Right. And yeah, and that. So I was like, oh, well, what's, what's the regular rate? Just thinking, you know, maybe it's not that much worse. I can't really remember. He's right. like, oh, it's $119 a day. And he's like, oh. but yours would be 37 if you just, you know, if you work. Oh, and I'm like, oh, man, this guy's not budging. I'm like, it's 1255 at night. This guy's got to mm. want to go home, but he's not yeah. budging. He's not budging. Oh. So in my desperation, the only thing that I could think to do was – when I first came up with this little scheme, this rental car scam, I was going to get business cards printed up. So I literally created some IBM looking business cards in case anybody asked, right? You may remember that story, but they didn't come in time. But I remembered that I still actually, you hear Kiki in the background? I do. Kiki's still alive, by the way. Um, Obviously. (laughs) Um, 
she, he was like, I, um, I, I was thinking, I was like, I know that I still have that proof from wow. the um, rental car, from the uh, <laughs> the business card printing company that would show it on there. So I like start going through my photos and I'm like, I'm like scrolling back to July of last year. So I'm like, I know it's got to be in here somewhere. I didn't have that, but what I had was I had a screenshot of the business card that I'd taken <laughs> from the computer, but like around oh, wow. it, it still got like the, the URL bar in it. Uh-huh. I was, I was, I was going to send it to a friend just laughing at how ridiculous that I was. Right. Uh-huh. So I literally had to just find, I found this picture and I cropped it down to basically get rid of anything that wasn't just the business card on there, but it's still like a, a, a photo of the computer screen. You know, it's not uh-huh. like it's like the, I don't know. KK. It's not going to help with a deaf dog. No. <laughs> Kiki never barks. I don't know what she's doing. Hang on one second. Let me see what she's up to. Hang on okay. one second. Okay. I think I have the, the window open or the door open to my patio. And I think that the door blew and opened my front oh. door and scared her. Oh. So, oh, bless her. But okay. Kiki's alive. So there's a Kiki yes, update for you. Yes, and Will. Bless yeah. her heart. She's okay. so sweet. Where were we? Oh, so I had to show this okay, guy so the – Yeah, so I had, I had this <laughs> screenshot of my computer screen with the business card on there, right? So like <laughs> that's all I have. It's, it's my only hope, right? So I show the guy. I'm like, well, you know, this is a, a, a digital copy of my uh, my business card on there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think this pretty much goes to prove that I work for IBM then. And he's literally like, we can't accept that, sir. <laughs> like, oh, no. Now I feel like a real dumbass because I don't have anything oh, no. now. I'm like, but now I can't back out of the lie. You know what I mean? Like now I'm so deep in this lie. Cause oh, now, yeah. now imagine if I was like, okay, fine. To be honest with you, I don't have, like, I don't work for IBM. Like what kind of psychopath? <laughs> Would show somebody a screenshot. I got this code on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but, but like now, I, now once I sh- listen, if, if I would have backed up and just like, okay, listen, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't work for IBM. That would have been fine. But when I showed him the digital business card, the screenshot of the business, like now you're entering into like psycho territory, right? Like, there's no way I can back. I, mean, I would I have to now forever. I have to live this lie to the death, even if I keep trying to do this. I feel like there's like typed in the like their notes of my profile that this man 100% does work for IBM because he, he is has a digital shot of his business card. I have to live this forever. Like on my tombstone, it has to say like my, it has to say IBM's greatest employee. Uh, so now, now what are you going to do? So the conclusion of the story is. This guy comes out of the back and he must be like the manager. This guy does not look happy. He's just, it's 1259 at night, right? Like it's, it's the morning. These guys are ready to go home. He walks over. He's like, what's the issue? And he's like, it, all he has is this, is this, you know, this business card that's on his phone. He's like, just, just give it to him. Just give it to him. So, um, <laughs> long story oh, short. My God. As far as Hertz rental car is concerned. <laughs> Stephen Yancey still works for IBM. So that was a real, oh gosh, real interesting way to, to end the uh, end the flight. For sure. Did you get a red Mustang this time? No, there's one car left. There's literally oh, one gosh. car left in the whole place, oh, and it was my. this little Hyundai. Um, 
uh, what do you call them? Like the, the Prius kind of cars, electrical electric oh. cars, oh. or whatever, or, or hybrid cars. I guess is what it is. So yeah, yeah. No, all I was left I got one car choice, and that was it. So <laughs> oh, I didn't God. I didn't try to go back in and <laughs> ask the head of the selections <laughs> could, they, could they upgrade me to a different section. I just uh-uh. took my little hybrid car and just <laughs> tutored on out of there. Just and gone. Yeah, really stressful. That was luckily the only stressful part of my last week. So that's no no other terrible stories will be coming out of uh, my uh, my vacation. So uh, that was the as worst as my week got. So we'll tell more stories though tomorrow because I've got I got plenty of this week. I got plenty of them. So all right, let's get our first quote back from uh, from vacation. Okay, it's from Nelson Mandela. There is nothing like returning to a place that remains unchanged to find the way in which you yourself have altered. So I'm curious about that. Did you get the quote? Not really. Do it again. there's, There's nothing like returning to a place that remains unchanged to find the way in which you yourself have altered. So how does it feel now that you've left Baltimore, Baltimore hasn't changed in two weeks, but now that you're back, how do you feel about being back there? Um, we'll talk about this more this week. Um, but this is basically what I've been in therapy about is like my next couple of years of my life and how I wanted to look right. And if you're right. new to our podcast, I've, I've shared pretty openly that I've struggled getting associated living here. And, um, and, and the, the deeper I delve into it in therapy, the more clear it becomes of why it's an issue. Some mm-hmm. pretty surface level, excuse me, with COVID and just making friends as adults in general. Mm-hmm. Winner, first time I've ever lived in any kind of place as a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some pretty deep down things too that are really messing with me when it comes to this place. And nothing that I would ever be able to get to without really diving deep into the feeling that I get when I'm here. Like what's mm-hmm. causing that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's funny because listener Marcy asked me the same question. Like how do I feel – after being, you know, gone for a couple of days and now that I'm back here and um, I think you're always, you come back refreshed, you know, as mm-hmm. of right now, I feel refreshed. The weather is nice. Mm-hmm. I think for the first time <laughs> in 2022, I know the weather's been nice today. It's been beautiful days. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really, that's really been nice. Mm-hmm. But I think that, the perspective of change on a location is uh, is going to come into conversation more as we progress over the next couple of weeks on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But it is funny because you're right. Nothing has – I mean literally nothing has changed. I mean I got back and everything was the mm-hmm. same. But it doesn't feel as heavy. You know, mm. I, you could tell as if I was, you know, starting to um, – I mean, things are just just heavy. It's been the winter was tough. Q one was just tough. It's just a, a yes. mentally challenging yes. couple of months for me. Yeah, um, for most of the reasons we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, moving forward, uh, there's just some work to be done. But I'll explain this. I'll explain this later. I, I did this. Just needs a much longer explanation that it's going to. That's going to take, but I, as I, I will still go back to my original statement, which is always take your vacation days. You'll always come back feeling yes. better. Like it will just be a weight off your shoulders and mm-hmm. situation that seemed so heavy before really won't seem as heavy by the time you get back. Now, I don't know when I get back into work on Monday today, like when I had, you know, my alarm goes off at three forty-five, and I mm-hmm. head back into the same BS. Like uh-huh. oh, uh, Tuesday's podcast might sound different, but right now <laughs> I'm just a little jet lagged, but um, mm-hmm. I've had nothing to worry about for two weeks. That was kind of nice. Yeah. But take your vacation days. It's a good reminder. Uh, yes. Speaking of therapy, and Lee will be on to do some more therapy stuff here in a couple <laughs> seconds, but uh, this podcast of the week is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling that you can do from anywhere. I love BetterHelp, and I really have, I've, had, I've had a great couple of sessions. I made sure that even though I was on vacation, that I still took my therapy while I was on break. So oh, it's good. like, yeah, it's that important to me. Like, I don't want to take two weeks off. Like, when you start like rolling with somebody, the yes. last thing you want to do is to take some time off from it. So that's one thing I didn't take a break from is is therapy from our friends over at BetterHelp. And we'll, again, we'll talk more about therapy later mm. on this week. But yeah. this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy, and BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Certified Mama's Boy. Listeners, get 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. I really do recommend it. It's great. It's a great way to do therapy. It's how I do all of mine. I've been doing it now for years, and I couldn't speak any higher of it. Well, I could, but it's really great. Uh, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. BetterHelp.com slash Kramer to get your um uh 10% off from my friends over at BetterHelp. Also, care of back on the podcast this week. Oh. Yeah, a okay. lot of people, you know, one thing I, I take pretty seriously is my health. Oh my god, you know what I watched this weekend, which I shouldn't have. Uh-oh. <laughs> what the hell? No, I just get so like you ever watch it like documentary or docu series and then you just get like obsessive with whatever you learn from it and you're like it forever changes your life. <laughs> I can already tell this is going to really and I I I knew this stuff and I know this stuff and I, I do pretty well with it. But now I found out there's apps and just new things that I didn't know. And uh, mm-hmm. it's called uh, not so pretty. I think, yeah, it's called not so pretty. I've got it on pause right now on my TV because I'm finishing up the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so pretty basically is about all the harmful effects that <laughs> your Hair care products, your oh, no. lotions, your perfumes. Oh. They talked about nail salons on an episode. They talked about mm. – um, what was the first one? The big one was uh, um, makeup mm. and just how bad these things are for you. Mm-hmm. And like now it's going to get me super obsessed. I can already feel it because they give you a couple apps you can download to go like scan your products to find out really how bad they are for you. <laughs> But it's crazy. It's just crazy all the research that's out there. So now I feel like I'm going to be super OCD about checking every single thing that comes into my house. Like this one couple, they couldn't get pregnant. And they realized it was literally from the perfumes 
they, they put into your everyday everything. I mean, everything's got a damn perfume Aww. in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they stopped using it. And then th- they had a baby like a year later. I'm like, that's wow. crazy. Um, yeah. Anyway, mm. it's recommended if you want to get super OCD and just find out. I, I always like to know this stuff. You know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's uh, it's not so pretty. And it's on HBO Max. Mm. Um, anyway, I do. I mean, I really, I try to take really good care of my body. Uh, you know, well, I try, I try to. <laughs> it's a goal of mine. It's not every day. Yes. I, did, I did not take very good care of my body over the last two weeks. <laughs> Uh, I try. I try to. Yeah. And a lot of people, when you, a lot of you guys come to me, you're like, well, what do you do? And I know it sounds like an influencer setup, but they really do this. So, well, you know, how do, what do you recommend? I really do love care of because it takes like the E or it takes like the, the hassle of trying to figure out what vitamins and supplements you need. It takes mm-hmm. all the, the chaos out of that. It makes it really easy. And what they do is they send you over this, these daily pouches that are, Sorry, that are specifically made just for you. Uh, and you do this because care of what they do is you go on, you'll take this, um, this this intake survey, if you will, and they'll f- try to figure out like what your lifestyle is like, what do you need help with, what do you feel like is lacking? And then after this short in-depth quiz, they'll then start to personally rec- or, um, tailorize recommendations for you based on your answers. I and mean, then you can choose those or you can switch it up whenever you want. I find myself switching it up from time to time. Uh, but it's a really, it's a really, really, really great way to supplement, take supplements and powders and um, any type of um, protein. They have proteins on there, which are really great as well. So if you're trying to take better care of yourself, first off, go check all the labels of your beauty products, mm-hmm. but then also go to takecareof.com, takecareof.com and use the promo code Kramer 50 K R A M E R five zero to get 50% off your first order. So that's 50% off your supplements for uh, takecareof.com. And the promo code is Kramer 50. Go check that out. All right, uh, we will get to Leah in a couple seconds. First, uh, we'll say hi to our certified fans. Welcome back. Yeah. It is good to see you. Certified fans are people that support our podcast, and you can do so by texting the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, fans to 888-Kramer8. And um, it's a $6 a month donation, which breaks down to $0.24 cents an episode of Certified Mama's Boy, which I know one person's not going to make a difference, but, but a lot of us coming together. It's, uh, it keeps my podcasting bills low, and we appreciate that. We can keep mm-hmm. producing daily episodes of Certified Mama's Boy thanks to you. So to all of our certified fans, thank you so much. It's going to take me about 10 minutes to find out to find this document um, <laughs> with all, <laughs> with oh, all of our um, – it's funny you go on vacation. I'm like, wait, what? Well, like, I feel like, especially for the radio show today, it's going to be completely messy because uh-huh. how did I do any of this before? Where, where did I put that? Where did I do this? What was that? <laughs> what was that thing even called? <laughs> Not that. On the show arc. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> I think we actually have somebody new, if I remember correctly. Yes, um, I think we did. I think we didn't get a chance to say hi to somebody. And the newest person is yeah how about this i think we may actually have two i have to go back and check but for sure one uh liz 
W. Liz W. is uh, our newest certified fan. She lives in Menifee, California. She is uh, been a sorry, Liz. We were just now getting to you. Uh, She is. I'm guessing it's Liz. L I S to be Liz, right? Liz or Liz? Hmm. I think it's probably Liz. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Liz for Elizabeth. Yeah, Uh we're we're going with Liz. It's wrong. I mean, we'll give you the channel. Uh, But she's our newest certified fan, and we're so thankful to have you, especially our first day back. So thankful to have some new certified fans after our break. So this episode is dedicated to Liz. We are so thankful for you, and this is your official whoop whoop welcome. Yes, whoop whoop to Liz W. And what is her number? She is certified fan four two five. Okay. My goal. So happy to have you. That's maybe an ambitious goal, but I feel like if I say it, it'll happen. Maybe. Yeah, uh, put it out there. I want to get five hundred certified fans by the end of the year. Oh, excellent! But that would take a long. <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> may be ambitious. I think we've had like ten to fifteen new ones just this year alone. So. <laughs> We get the most certified fans when I get fired. So, <laughs> oh geez, well then, don't wish uh, for that. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway, Liz, thank you so much. If you want to support our show, you can always text the word "fans" F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight, or you can go in the show notes as well because all the info is there for you to um, support our podcast. Uh, mom, I think that's going to do it. No more business really to tend to today. We're just kind of getting warm back up, getting back into yeah. things. Uh, anything Glad else you think? Are here. we? Are there? I think we're good. Back on track. Here we go. All right. Well, until tomorrow, I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Okay, on Monday, my therapist friend Leah comes on, and we just talk all things mental health. And by the way, our... Uh, we, we call this Mental Health Monday, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Dunn, which is personalized ADHD care that is made just for you. I have made a career off of being self-deprecating, mm-hmm. and Leah <laughs> wants me to change it. <laughs> no, you posted this a few weeks I know. ago, and it was funny because I saw it, and I was like, that's really interesting because I am a very self-deprecating person. And I guess, do we need to define what self-deprecation is? I don't think so. A lot, of people are self, a lot of people are self-deprecating. So it's when you kind of make sarcastic remarks or jokes at your own expense. And, right. And in, yourself. in the radio world, it works really well because you it's, – it's very non-threatening to be right. a self-deprecating kind of person. Right. It's like, it's like the opposite of cocky, Right. Where you're just, you're kind of poking fun at yourself. And it's honestly what, when I work with consultants or other potential radio or whenever, whenever I get high marks on what I do, it's uh, self-deprecation always is is up there. Um, Also charming, charming and good looks. No, that's not. (laughs) Um, Wait, so, so that's like the feedback is that the self-deprecation is getting the. Well, it, I, I, I do well in self-deprecation and <laughs> in radio, it's kind of an important thing, but I mean, I've kind of translated that into my real life as well as well, always kind of poking fun at myself. Yeah. And so when you posted this, I started thinking, I'm like, dang, like, is it toxic to be well, I hate self-deprecating? Saying, I hate saying anything's toxic. Yeah, or I know. Toxic, but for, that's right? toxic, like, toxic, toxic is a buzzword right now. Okay. We're, we're going like, for this. Okay. So let's I just. I don't like the talk, but well. Okay, so I'll give an example. Me and my friend Diana joke about um, being hot messes. Like I spill on myself all the time. Like I lose my keys everywhere. And so we'll joke about that. But it's actually true to myself. And like it's funny because I don't – 
that that could be self-deprecating, but I honestly just think it's me being scattered and probably part of my anxiety and my personality. And so it's I was thinking when I posted it and then you had commented, I was like, do I make that? And I I used to about being single all the time. And I think it was of, of a self-deprecating comment about being single. Like, oh, I'm the single friend, or like, you know, like I would just be like, well, oh, I know, like, I'll never be in a relationship because I'm the single friend. Or like something, yeah, yeah, something to that extent. You know, I'll yeah. be with a group of like friends and their and their partners, or like on like you know third wheeling it, which I did a lot. Um, and with all my friends and I, I'd say like, I don't know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I'd make some offhand remark, and it would never be usually like really like anyone was suggesting anything. Right. Um, well, why do we why do we make self deprecating <laughs> comments? I mean, I I know like, why I do it because it's because it gets clicks. <laughs> well, it's. It's just uh, 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 people. It's very. It's just very non-threatening. Like well, if I come on, I'm like, we y'all. We literally have the jankiest podcast on the planet. Like you're kind of like, okay, this guy is, you know, he, yeah. He, we, we we need to like help this guy. You know what I mean? Like this, this guy obviously. He, he, we we don't feel threatened by him because if I came in here and I was like, y'all, we're the number one podcast in the country, and we're so good at this podcasting thing. Like it's right. just. Eternal. Turn off, right? So it's so, relatable I mean, too when you can joke, make fun at yourself, and like you show, I don't think I'm perfect. Nobody's perfect. It's kind of relatable, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. There's there's a good way of putting it. So, but your your Instagram comment the other day, our post was like that. It's it's like not a good thing. That's not that we shouldn't be doing it. Well, so where does it become a problem, or is it always a problem? Because when I think about it, it is kind of negative self talk. Now, if you if we came on here and I was like, Leah, should I say negative things about myself all the time? You'd be like, no. But if I'm like, hey, Leah, should I be self deprecating? Then it's kind of like this weird, so middle ground. I think it's not super black and white, and I think occasionally is okay, right? Like I think sometimes humor helps us get through really difficult things. A lot of like those cringe worthy movies. Um, that like I listened to a, actually a podcast with I think it was Judd Apatow was on like Brene Brown's podcast and he was just talking about a lot of the movies he makes the cringeworthy scenes or you know where you have like a character that's kind of sad and right. pathetic and or these situations that are really depressing but they use humor like I think it helps with a lot of people cope so I think self-deprecating jokes kind of gives that same I guess it that comic relief maybe and that that need to feel like seen or like, you know, to acknowledge the pains of, of, you know, our lives. And I think, I think it has that, it can have that effect. I think when you do it too much, you internalize things. So me, I internalize being single. Like I, I, I just over identified with it. And then I definitely think it impacted my view of myself, my self-worth for the longest time, definitely in my 20s. When I turned 30, I really started doing more therapy and like challenging that. I mean, like I would do that with anxiety too. Like I'm anxious, right? Like labeling mm-hmm. myself as anxious or you know, you know me, I have anxiety, like whatever. But then you're over-identifying with it and then you become just this one thing. And then it just it, – it paints everything in that lens. You just see everything as you being anxious and it's so – Again, we talked about this last time, but it reduces you. So I think with self-deprecating jokes, you want to be careful because we internalize the things we say about ourselves when you say it so many times. And I think people are self-deprecating as well because 
you want to make the joke and call yourself out before anyone else can. Not you specifically. Mm. But oftentimes we make these jokes, right? So I think the so single, we use it as like a shield. Yeah, and I think the single joke was like, well, if I own it, you know, me being single, nobody else can make fun of me first. I really was like the longest time just because all my friends have been in like I'm like I only have like a couple other friends who have dated like like I have, and. I, I think I just was like, they pity me. And I had this weird internal, but it was probably my own judgment, right? But then, Interesting. I would, but then I would just say these things. I think I'm like, well, I'll beat them to the punch. Like I know I'm this person, you know? And so it's almost like if I say it, no one else can say it. Mm. Do you think that people are only self-deprecating about what they're insecure about? I think so. I mean, well, no, but like I said, like, I don't know the hot mess joke. Like I'm not really insecure about it. So I don't think, I don't think it's always, always that. But I think a lot of the time, I mean, there's truth to a lot of jokes, right? In general, sure, sure, of course, yeah. So because because now that I now that I think about it, like I think that it is kind of like a. I mean, I am insecure about our podcast, which is why I call it janky. You know, like and you talk about your weight, and I know we talked about this last time too with like yeah, theory, but like you're like say I'm fat, and you're like honestly like an average body, and you're in pretty good shape, and you work out, and you eat fairly healthy most of the time, right? Like I just I know not all the time. I'm not saying you're like perfect, but generally. You, it's I've eaten really like- bad. I've literally, I ate a whole bag of um, uh, chocolate chips this weekend. A whole bag. <laughs> it's not good over here. It's not but, good. But, I don't deserve that credit today, so. but thank you. But I'm just uh, saying in general, like there are a lot of people, right, that have significant weight problems. Okay, it's sure. So, yes. So yes. right to so like this is an insecurity, something maybe. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so then you make the joke and it's like it kind of makes it lighter. And But then I think when we joke about ourselves too much, then it's hard not we to. We just, it's like, it's like a. Yeah, it's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then we're we're kind of owning. A, I'm trying to think of as another kind of like self deprecating joke that like I make that doesn't have anything to do with my insecurities. Um, I don't think so. I feel like everything that I kind I, of I, I just I on my feet a lot. I have really ugly. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have bunions. Both sides of my family have. I I, I got. I don't think I know what bunions are. What do those mean? They're like the bones. That stick out. Oh, the stick um, out, yeah. Uh, uh, like outside of your big toe, so like it looks like your your toes then point. It's just it's just awful. They're not cute, right? Okay. And so, so I so like you'll I, you'll you'll say something that's always, like, hey, always, yeah, always like, and I mean before somebody else can. Always, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Interesting. That's so interesting. I used to also, never tell people like I'd be like. Like at the bowling alley, post like, like with, I wouldn't want to tell people my shoe size. I was like so insecure, so I'd be like, like no, like n- don't look at my feet. Like I would be like, and I just like, but then you're calling attention to it. But there's so much insecurity. So right, right. I, I mean, now I don't really. I mean, I they're not my best feature, but like who cares at this so point? So do you, do you try to catch yourself, or do you are you still doing I it? I do. I try to catch myself. Um, I try to catch myself because I've realized how that's impacted me. Um, as right. you know, I'm sensitive and then I'm my worst critic in general. Like I'm very, I'm very critical of myself. Um, I'm way better, but I think I'm more aware of it. And so I try generally to be less hard on myself. Interesting. Jokingly. I think it's interesting. At least something that you can start to notice. I feel like this is where the change starts is just by noticing yeah. when you're doing it, how often you're doing it and the topic that you're doing it about. And I'm not a therapist here. I should be. I'd be a damn good therapist, Leah. No, not really. I'd probably be a mess. That was self-deprecation. I would be a great therapist. Um, (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, but to notice these things first, and that's when you can start to realize how much it really affects you in the first place, right? Is by noticing 
how often are you making this joke? And then does it, does it feed back into some type of insecurity you already have? And then if yeah. it is, then obviously that's a, you know, could be a really, cause you're right. It's just a loop. You're just kind of reinforcing these feelings that you have about yourself that are negative in the first place. Yeah. That. Boom. Therapist. Boom. Okay. I think if radio <laughs> doesn't work, I'm going to be a therapist. <laughs> I want to be a radio host now. Uh, you do you? I don't, I don't recommend that. It's okay. That sounds great. Not just for you, but for anyone. Um, okay. Be like a, who was that, that radio host therapist that nobody liked, but also everyone listened to? Remember her? Uh, Delilah? No. No, she wasn't a therapist. Oh my gosh. And she was really controversial because she was really. Um, I don't know. Like, like very harsh, and oh. it wasn't like a. Oh my god, I'm just gonna bug me. Therapist, radio, Are you googling right now. Yeah, radio, harsh personality. <laughs> well, you're while you're googling, uh, Leah is. Oh, Laura Slashing. Slashing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dr. I thought she was. No, you're right. Yeah, she was just a regular therapist. That's right. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. not like Doctor Laura. Um, I just called you Laura like that. Leah is a great therapist. She's also now has her own private practice that if you live in California, you can get help. And um, also just a ton of resources on our website. I don't know if at this point you've updated your website or not. So we're just going to have to say, go to the show notes or you want to spell your name out. (laughs) Let me see. Let me see if I can try it. Tell me if I'm wrong. L-E-A-H-A-G-U-I-R-R-E. Yeah. Look at that. that hard. It's, it's, It's a lot. It's a lot. Leah Aguirre. Just go to the. You're like, just, just go, go to her Instagram. Yeah. And check it out. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Your Instagram, too. Yeah, you can go to my Instagram and everything's linked there. At your modern therapist. So. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. I will tell you the number one thing that I looked forward to getting home after a trip. It doesn't matter what kind of vacation you're on. It's always good to get home for a couple of different reasons. Number one, awesome to see Kiki. Number two, my cozy earth sheets might be my favorite thing on the face of the earth right now. You ever get like obsessed with one thing in your life? That's what I do. Like I obsess over this. I've been obsessing, like thinking about them the whole entire vacation. Cozy Earth makes the world's most comfortable sheets. And that's not their tagline. I'm just telling you, they're literally that comfortable. If you've been thinking about getting a set of adult sheets, and I say adult because for so long I you know, I, I kind of skimped. I went and you know to the the big box stores and just bought the first sheets that I saw. And eh, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, but maybe it's time for you to upgrade to like the softest sheets that you will ever sleep on. And I promise you that. Not only do I promise you that, Cozy Earth is going to back it with a 100 night guarantee. Meaning, you get these sheets, you sleep on them for three months ish, and then if you don't love them, they're not the, literally the best sheets you've ever slept on. Send them back. Do because that's how much a quality they guarantee. Now, this has been on Oprah's favorite things list for a couple of years. And that's not to brag, but you know, if it's good enough for Oprah, it's got to be good enough for you. So not only that, I am um I'm gonna gift you as our welcome back gift the biggest discount that Cozy Earth Sheets has ever offered to anyone. And they're only giving it to our podcast family. So this is exclusively for you. Think of it this way. 40% off any product you want to try over at CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. I promise you. like, like there's Certain things I will literally put my name on. Cozy Earth Sheets will be the most comfortable night's sleep you ever get. And it's back with a 100-night guarantee. Try them out. 
Let me know your experience. I know some of you guys know Cozy Earth, the brand. You've been waiting for a great deal. This is it. Angle will get bigger than this. 40% off your sheets over at Cozy Earth. The code for that, by the way, Certified Mama's Boy 40. Certified Mama's Boy 40 is going to get you 40% off your sheets. Certified Mama's Boy 40. 40% off over with our friends over at Cozy Earth, the literally most comfortable night's sleep you'll ever get. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Dunn, which we just talked about with our friends over at Mental Health Monday. Dunn is personalized ADHD care that's that's tailorized just for you. I mean, it is a specialized online platform that's going to connect you to the absolute care that you need for ADHD. And if you're like, I don't think I have ADHD, like I didn't even get diagnosed back in school, probably because they, you know, they were just like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, like we didn't get diagnosed with anything. We had allergies. It didn't matter. We had some kind of learning disability. It didn't matter. Like, I have such a bad reading learning disability. And I don't know how in the world I got through 12 years of school without somebody flagging that and making it better. And now how I read out loud for a living, I'm really not even good at it. But like, it, it like taunts me now because it's something we didn't take care of back when they should have, but there's care for this kind of stuff. And ADHD, adult ADHD is so rampant that like you need to go take a look and see how it affects your life. I got a message from somebody last week when I was talking about my depression. They were like, I was depressed for so long and tried all different kinds of medication for depression. Then I started getting care for my ADHD and that alleviated the depression. It's crazy, right? You wouldn't think that would be a symptom of ADHD. So here's the offer for you from our friends over at Done. This is personalized ADHD care, and that's all they focus on is ADHD care. Everything that you need is going to be able to be done digitally. You can meet with specialists on the computer. If you would describe, decide to go the prescription route, they can send you all your prescriptions online. You don't have to go to the regular doctor. Then just be like, oh, I don't know. Try this and see how it works. You're going to work with specialists all throughout the way until you get comfortable with our friends over at Done. It's awesome. Uh, so text the word Done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8. Text the word Done to 888-Kramer8 if you want to get uh, 50% off your initial appointment. And that's a huge discount, right? So text Done or just go in the show notes. And click on the link for Done and get the discount for our friends over at Done. All right. So good to be back. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you for coming back. Really appreciate that. There's so many things you can listen to. So many shows, so many podcasts, radio, Spotify, music. Um, what else do you listen to? I don't know. I mean, you can just basically watch videos now in your car or at work, but you're, you're choosing to listen to this. So we really appreciate it. We are back. I don't know if we're better, but we're back. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hi, Kramer. This is Beatrice in San Diego, certified fan. Welcome back. Can't wait to um, get this week started with new podcasts. I hope you had an amazing vacation, and I'm so looking forward to being able to listen to you every morning once again. I am so happy and so excited, and I really, really hope that you are... um, relaxed and you enjoyed some you time in Hawaii and I'm just uh, so happy and I was happy to see all of your great pictures while you were in Hawaii and um, Mama Nancy can't wait to hear from you too welcome back guys okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy 
Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.